Welcome, welcome, welcome to Rosenberg Radio uh, on this Thursday morning, rainy morning uh, in New York City. And I have some stuff I want to get to. Shout out to everyone who's already subscribed to Rosenberg Radio. Shout out to those of you right now who are uh, checking out on IG. I hope you go subscribe right now to the podcast and your podcast app. And we are going to spend most of our time today talking about Lil Pete. Um, and uh, just a very sad story that, t- that today started with. And we're going to play some music for some people who are just seeing the story and are not familiar, as I wasn't. I mean, which we'll get to in a second. Um, also, have to address the level of hate that I'm getting, which is quite amusing, from the uh, Mike Francesa world that is coming at me hard today. I mean, it is... Uh, it's funny. I had not... Um, I've been fortunate to not really have to get uh, involved too much with Mike Francesa fanboys, Um, but they're coming out today, and it's hilarious. I've never seen people cape for someone so hard who would not cape for them. It is true comedy. But um, yesterday I said on the show, on the K-Show, that, um, and this is pretty basic, but I jumped on the case show. We were talking about Francesa in some way. He came up, and I just said, I came up with a new hot take, which is that if Mike Francesa never met Chris Mad Dog Russo, he would be Joe Beningo. For those of you who don't know who Joe Beningo is, Beningo is a midday host on uh, on The Fan who sounds in voice quality a lot like Francesa. And I, I, I recently thought this because I was like, I was taking a, you have to understand something. If you're not from New York, this is very important for New Yorkers to understand. I have moved to New York. I've been coming here my entire life. My father's born in Brooklyn. My mother was born in Europe uh, in a displaced persons camp but moved to upstate New York. So my whole life has been in and out of New York, okay, my entire life. And so I'm very in touch with what New York is, but I grew up someplace else. And in growing up someplace else, this is the critical piece of the conversation. New Yorkers who never go anywhere else, and I truly believe the Francesa crowd, the obsessive Francesa crowd, is very much the New York didn't particularly live other places crowd. Now, I'm not saying there are not exceptions to that rule, so don't bother chiming in and being like, what are you talking about? I live in L.A. Of course. But by and large... The obsessive, obsessive Francesa crowd is a very New York-centric crowd. Now, I love New York. Don't ever plan on leaving here. I consider New York home. It's the place I married my wife. It's the place I've been the last 10 years and been on the radio. And it is the greatest city in the world, in my opinion. However, there is a tendency of lifelong New Yorkers to think that things that happened here are inherently the best sheerly because they're in New York. If you believe that Mike Francesa is the greatest, most talented sports talk host of all time, you're an idiot who's never really listened to sports talk radio. I could, off the top of my head, name five more talented sports talk hosts than Mike Francesa. They just happen to not be on in New York City. That's not taking anything away from Mike. Mike's a great host. Mike Mike did a nice job. I'll tell you the truth about Mike Francesa, though. And listen close if you're a, if you're a hardcore Francesa head. Take Mike Francesa and replace his New York accent 
with a country accent. Okay? Give him a southern country accent. And add and keep in everything else that makes him Mike Francesa. You know what I'm saying? The mistakes, the falling asleep on the air, the screaming senselessly. How much of a genius does he sound like now when you put a different accent on that isn't your precious New York accent? He's nothing. He sounds like a bumpkin. He would be a bumpkin who yells about sports. But since we happen to be in New York, which is the greatest city in the world, and I agree with that, you think he's inherently the best. And no, the people here to, to, to talk about Lil Peep, we're going to get to Lil Peep in a few minutes. Just had to get this thing off before I take the time and really dive in on the Lil Peep conversation. So it is a completely ridiculous, nostalgic, and moronic bias that you think Mike Francesa, he's not even close to the greatest sports talk person of all time. He's not even close. If you are not from here and you don't have a nostalgic feeling to him and you listen to him as I did when I moved here, you would think he was trash, as I do. I do not enjoy the show. It's droning, complaining, negative, annoying, and the only real good that comes from it are his mistakes and foibles. That's what makes the show entertaining. So to, for you to think that no one else has done this, go to D.C. Go to That's where I grew up, right? And I listened to a guy named Ken Beatrice, who was a legend. I love a guy named Steve Zabin, who was amazing. Go to Boston, W-E-E-I, and the guys they have up there. Go to L.A. Turn on your radio and listen to a guy like even Jim Rome when he had his big moment. Colin Coward, who I'm not even, I disagree with vehemently on everything. But hold on. Colin Coward, not a fan of, of his opinions. Apples to apples talk show host drawing people in. I'm, I'm sorry. Cowherd crushes Francesa. When it comes to pure talent as a host, apples and oranges. They're not even, to me, they're not even the same level. So don't get me wrong. You're from New York. You love it. It's amazing. You think it's incredible. It, it happened to be here. The city is special. Not every single thing is good inherently because it's New York. The Wu-Tang Clan aren't amazing artists because they're from New York. They're amazing artists who happen to be from New York and who were influenced by New York, but they're not only good because they're New Yorkers. So the point I made yesterday, which was the only reason Mike Francesa became a legend and an icon, is because Chris Mad Dog Russo walked in there. And I feel very strongly that that's a fact. Because in Mad Dog, what you have is, and I'm not saying Mad Dog's a perfect host, and frankly, his comments yesterday on Bart Scott were just dead wrong. They were just dead wrong and nonsensical and dated and old man yelling to get up, to, to yelling at kids to get off the lawn. But Chris Russo is a special, transcendent sort of talent. Wherever he had been from, Chris Russo would have been a star. There was an energy about Russo that made him different. And Mike just had to be the regular New Yorker who occasionally got angry and blah, 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 who was with Russo. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. My opinion is also that all these people who are sitting there actively defending Mike Francesa and going nuts and you start tweeting and yelling, he hasn't cared enough to do a good show for you in years. He's been mailing it in for years 
Watch out with the ageism as a comment I'm getting. Let me explain the ageism. It doesn't matter how old you are in years. It matters how long you've been around. For, for Russo to say that Bart Scott would not be a good host simply because he does, can't talk about Tom Seaver or Brian Leach. Those are the people that you needed to talk about. Okay? That's like someone that's like me, 38-year-old me who is old for hip hop, getting on the radio and disc discrediting young artists and saying Lil Uzi Vert can't be anything because he doesn't understand Wu Tang. It's not true. It's just not true. It might bother me. I might want these kids to appreciate tribe and Wu Tang and the things that I grew up on. But I cannot hold the kids to that standard. It's it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. So Russo was wrong on that. But that said, Russo's a great talent. And Mike Francesa had a hell of a run. However, that run ceased to be really entertaining on any level. I didn't ever think it was particularly particularly entertaining, but became a joke of itself over the last five years. It's become an absolute joke. And if you're wondering, you know, do I have a battery in my back because of the show I'm on? Yeah, I happen to be on a damn good show. With, with two other guys who are incredibly entertaining. Um, not only are they great people, you know, because then you can also add in the fact that some of the people on the other station are not great people, but they're great people who do a super entertaining show. And by the way, how often, I'm sorry, real quick, um, how often were Mike and the Bad Dog talking about Brian Leach? How much great in-depth Rangers hockey coverage did you get from Mike and the Mad Dog over the years? Really? Because I'll tell you what. Bart Scott could sure talk some football. Chris, you want to go have a conversation with Bart Scott about football? Because I've talked to that guy. And let me tell you something else. Bart, and by the way, it's insane. You realize how insane it is? The last two days, I've been on the Michael K show. Every day, 3 to 7 p.m., 98.7. And we've been defending our future competition because of the hate they've been getting from other people. Which I've never seen. But this city is so up the ass of Mike Francesa that all they can talk about is this new show and will it meet up to the standards. So much so. And here's something you have to understand. In the Daily News and the Post, they both wrote what Don Imus had to say about the new show. Don Imus gets zero ratings at this point. He's not even a blip on the radar. But because it's the same old-ass MFers in the same demo as Don Imus, they're still reporting on what Imus has to say. Meanwhile, if you want to be honest and have a real conversation, and if you were able to have access and be privy to what's been happening on the radio over the last two years, I'll tell you one thing, these, these Michael K. Show ratings have been on a steady climb for two years. It is not easy, if you know anything about radio, to come in and knock out a legend who's been in a spot for 25 years. That is not easy. And if you see what we're doing over the last couple of months, including the last weekly that we saw, the last two weeklies that we saw, Mike Francesa is getting out at a good time. Now listen, I know that sounds cheap to say you haven't beaten the guy, and now you say you're going to beat him, but when you know your show's better, I know our show is better. No, for a fact it, it gets you passionate and and by the way the kind of trolls that come at you when you diss Mike Francesa really shows you 
the kind of show that he's doing and the kind of audience that he appeals, appeals to. I'm good. I'm good. The, the, the passionate, crazed Francesa fans, I'm good on those people. You can have them. Really, I'm so good on that. And also, someone tweeted me earlier, and it did make me feel bad. They're like, oh, why do you have to take a shot at Joe Beningo? Because I said, well, if Mike Francesa never meets Chris Russo, he's Joe Beningo. Not a diss to Beningo, but Beningo's just a regular midday talk show host. He's not considered a legend and an icon. It's not a diss to the guy, but he would never think he's in a he's thought of the way Mike Francesa is. So it's just pointing that out. So let's move on. So again, if you're just um, if you're just tuning in right now uh, on the IG live, go subscribe if you want to hear the whole podcast. Um, Rosenberg Radio, the podcast on iTunes. Yeah, Peter, I hear what you're saying, and I don't even want to go down that road in terms of the connections I think that exist between the belief. The belief system of the hardcore Francesa fan, but you know, listen, you can think of that what you will. I'm not going to sit here and disagree with you. So this morning I wake up uh, late and look at my phone real quick and see Lil Peep is trending worldwide. The name Lil Peep is trending worldwide. And I was like, who is Lil Peep again? I really I didn't remember. I was like, that name's familiar. So. I text my brother, and this is like 6 in the morning, and I'm like, yo, who's Lil Peep again? And he's like, Lil Peep is maybe the brightest young star there is. Like, This guy's about to be a huge, huge pop star. And he's hugely influential, and he's like, what happened? I'm like, and I told him he passed. He's only 21 years old. And so, so, I, so you have to, this is a very odd situation. I don't know if there's ever been a hip-hop related death in which I found out about the artist basically because of their passing. So it's a very odd situation to then even cover. You know what I'm saying? And I'm bummed out. I'm bummed out that I didn't get to know of him when he was alive. And as as Giraffe MMA is saying on the IG Live, he said he's already an icon. And it's weird. So I went and started listening to his music right away on the way to work and quickly realized what his style was and what made him ill. As Billy Early says, I found dude like three days ago. Say Ebro heard about him yesterday from Zane Lowe. So let me play you the let me play you the biggest song that he has on internet video wise, Awful Things. And you can hear that he's more of, you know, people describe him as emo, accurately so. Um, and to me, the feeling I get, cause you'll, you'll see him described as rap. And to me, he feels more like a modern day incubus or Lincoln park, but his, his ability for melodies is breathtaking. Honestly, you could, you hear it. If you guys, you could be honest as, as I'm being, and this is my job. If it's your first time ever hearing little peep right now, I'm gonna play it for you you'll instantly be like, oh, this guy was going to be a massive star. There's no doubt about it. So we'll talk a little bit more about his passing and what happened, but this is awful things from Lil Peep. And uh, rest in peace, Lil Peep. Tell me, tell me awful things. You know I love it when you 
awful things, Lil Peep. And, uh, you know, I'm watching people chat. Someone's saying, uh, kind of sounds like Good Charlotte. Sounds like Chester of Lincoln Park. He's interesting because he lived in the, the hip-hop space, right? And the hip-hop world. And um, for me, you have to understand, there, there's two things for me about being in my, uh, having my job at Hot 97 and being like a gatekeeper of sorts, for better or for worse, is that you listen for music that you personally would love and then you listen to music that you listen for music that resonates with other people with kids who are kids who are much younger than you and then you also just listen for like raw talent um and in the case of Lil Pete you hear someone who resonated with kids in a way that's crazy and who had incredible song songwriting and melody ability and if you go back and take a look, at, you know, online at his IG stories from yesterday, and it's like the kid was, you know, just toying with death. And I um, mean, he had tattooed on his face, I think, "Get Cake, Die Young." You know, so many people with the dying young talk. So many people, so many young people with the dying young talk. And just not understanding it. And with the with the pill obsession, you know, and it being constantly justified by every practically every new artist. And as Jimmy says here on the IG Live, he looked troubled. He did look troubled. There's there's but he also had a real brightness about him. And like I said, this is a guy who I became familiar with today. This is just from watching videos. The video for that record, Awful Drugs, is a great video. But watching interviews with him and things of like things like that, you he he he's weird because there's this darkness and this sadness, but there's also a brightness that really jumps through and cuts through from him. I also didn't know he's from Long Beach, Long Island. And um, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's a really weird and striking and sad story. And uh, I, I was taken aback by it. Um, here's another one that a lot of people like. Uh, it's called Ben's Truck uh, by Lil Peep, who passed away last night. Un- unbelievably. Rosenberg. E. Rosenberg. E. Rosenberg. Love will be with a brand new bitch. In the back of the club with the god boy clay. I stopped to you when I stopped with With the limousine chance, you be so my day. Press switch up when you in the best truck. Always on fuck to the bitch, good luck. Always won't fuck till the bitch good luck Always won't 
just came up Drugs in my nose, good drugs in my cup that young you know and that talented i just assumed when i when i saw that he had passed and i was like looking into him more i'm like i just assumed i wouldn't it wouldn't resonate with me very much because a lot of new stuff these days does not necessarily resonate with me and i was i was wrong i was i was surprised at i was surprised at how much it, it did resonate with me and how much i liked it so that was so that album Come Over When You're Sober Part 1, that's available on iTunes and Spotify and all that. I'm trying to see what else, um, I'm trying to see what else I can uh, buy here. Uh, Here's Beamer Boy, White Wine, he has a bunch of stuff that you can, uh, that you can buy here that's not on and it's so funny because he's really huge and influential, right? And that and it's true. Like there he, you can tell he really reached a lot of people. And then yet this album, this first album, which is the only one that's a complete album that I saw on Spotify, on iTunes it only has 117 ratings. I know most of his stuff is SoundCloud. So yeah, I guess people just weren't buying it on iTunes. They were just happy enough to go Listen on uh listen on SoundCloud. So I'm gonna buy more of these songs uh and get and get up with this guy, but this is like what a weird way to get into something. Now listen, I'm used to I am used to getting into artists after they pass away, right? I've definitely had that happen. I doing it right now with Tom Petty, but Tom Petty was seventy five years old. Lil Peep is a twenty one year old kid from Long Island. I shouldn't be learning about him this way. And, and a lot of people say, a lot of people who know about music say he was going to be the next pop, like the next true big pop star of this generation, bridging the gap between hip-hop and emo and a lot of music these days. So, And it's funny, you know, you could be an old-school head, as I am, big time, and still be utterly affected by this stuff because you love the culture through and through. And even the stuff that I know is more for kids than for me, I, I still am deeply affected by it. So... 
Shout out to everyone in here who's a big fan. Uh, I, I know what that loss is like. I really, really do. I know where I was the day Biggie died. You know? Um, it's an awful feeling. It is, and it's a personal, and it's a personal, personal feeling. So, shout out to all you little Peep fans and all the younger people in here who are really feeling this today. And obviously his mom, and that story is so sad. His mom, his mom named him Peep, you know? And I just think it's just so, you know, it's such a cute little name that she probably gave him as a baby. And he's practically still as a baby. So... Really, really sad. Um, I'm gonna play you another young artist right now that I got put onto recently. So let's 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 go someone positive. Let's go a positive direction and play someone. This joint's called "Real N Bombs Hours" by Jay Grams, a kid out of Baltimore. This is some rippity rappity rap. Tell me what you guys think about this. It's Rosenberg Radio. If you're watching on the IG Live, make sure you go subscribe to my podcast. The more support I get for it, the more episodes we'll put up. This is kind of the first episode I've ever done just talking and playing, you know, about issues of the day or whatever. But, hey, um, figuring out what this thing is. So here's Jay Grams. See what you guys think of this. Watch as I paint this picture of a young Trying to get out the city Pops died back when I was a kitty I'm trying to make him I seize the quest to ease the stress I'm about to bake the loud To be successful is bound to make all my people smile Keep it down cause the watching while you're moving Eight ball in the pocket I ain't talking about a pool game The news claim Trump trying to make the force tougher Overly enforced justice You getting your boy snuffed up So I don't play with pigs at all Remember always getting stopped up at six cigars Why before the name Change from Mars. Y'all shoot for the top, but the aim is off. Real hours. Bars up at late night. Real hours. Sharper than a steak knife. Real hours. With the dawn, then you will get devoured. Cause the goons work at night. These are real hours. Bars up at late night. Real hours. Sharper than a steak knife. Real hours. With the dawn, then you will get devoured Cause the goons work at night These are real hours These are real hours But y'all kept on sleeping on me The speaker on me, speaker on me Henny creeping on me The deacon know me as a family man Posted in a video with Jack Daniels in hand It's funny to me It's like I live two different lives A double agent I'm verbal canting I'm Kaiser Soze My skills amazing I feel the blazing Cause I'm getting hotter I'm money Mitch If you mention Guala So Guala I'm trying to Be the best up in this rap game Slap lanes on a track main If he acts strange See me always flexing on the ground Where the pack greens in the sack G I know they gassed up I smoke a whole week While you worry about Packs up Remember all that wax stuff but never in the mix to avoid from getting clapped up i keep it flowing yo it's feeling like powers let them rest in peace cause this is real hours bars up at late night real hours sharper than a steak knife real hours with the dawn then you will get devoured cause the goons work at night these are real hours bars up at late night real hours sharper than a steak knife real hours with the dawn, then you will get devoured Cause the goons work at Rosenberg. night, these are real 
been a long time coming But you know what they say, Kanye Slow motion, better than no motion I walked in the crib, got two kids and my baby mama lay Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh So I had to did what I had to did Cause I had to give Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm up all night, getting my money right Until the blue and white Now the money coming slow, but at least I'm no slow motion better than to hear the story again and again about these young brothers from the city of Wan, like Juice and Jen in the city we blend amongst the hustle, the scam, 50s and rounds. Y'all know the sweet wells and trucks, this detail, heartless females that want to ride in them. Felt the south side venom and raw hides and denim. Pimp minds collide with them, a system that tries victims. We living in my man in the fast lane, pivoting on the block. Selling like Eminem On the block it jump off like Kim and them On the block it's hot You can feel it And you're skinning it Shorties get the game With no instructions To assemble it Eyes bright It seems like The fight is dimming them Call my man Cuzzo Like I'm kidding him He trying to stay straight The streets is spinning him I walked in the crib Got two kids And my baby mama lay Uh oh Uh oh Uh oh So I had to did What I had to did Cause I had to give Uh oh Uh oh I'm up all night Look, man, look, this is my man right here. This common first and foremost. Let y'all know. I'm chilling with my guy Peter Rosenberg. You know he know good hip hop. He know good films. He know good everything. And this is my guy right here. Just relax. Take it easy. Slow down. I had this friend of mine. Just, you know, he was moving too fast. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm fighting for freedom. Writing for freedom. It's record company niggas I don't like when I see them. My ancestors, when I'm writing, I see them and talk with them. Hoping in the promised land I could walk with them. Shit it on. So many rappers, it's like I'm in the star with them. But less concept. Stark rhythm, paid dues, bar wisdom. As legends fall, my godmother answer heaven's call. Preachers' daughters get fucked in the Reverend's hall. MC's reckless, I raw. Why y'all wanna go and do that? Must have thought I was solo. The name just ain't the UI. No more. Still together, like in a ghetto photo with one nigga in the chair. Holding lick and despair, gang signs in the air. I shine in spaces when time is just a glare Hold the mic like a memory Niggas say I'm nice with metaphors but these are similes Street ministry, my poetry's a penitentiary Track is visitation Sentences is life, I'm like chief up in this demonstration Still Ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to talk a little bit about what was a sad, sad, sad bit of information to get about Lil Peep, and uh, it ended up taking me here, and why I felt like playing Common, I don't know, that's where we ended up. Um, I hear this. 
Rosenberg. 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 So, yeah, I just wanted to do that. And then also we see the news today now. Have you guys seen the Al Franken story, which has come along everyone's uh, timeline here? As a radio host in Los Angeles, Leanne Tweeden has alleged that Al Franken kissed her and groped her without her permission in 2006. The story she writes is a pretty dirtbag, pretty dirtbaggy story from Al Franken. He is the first person who's currently sitting in office as a U.S. Senator to be accused of a crime like this. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see how this plays out and how, guys, the real, I'm going to tell you the real thing to keep your eye open for. is going to be Bill Clinton. I'm calling it right now. The Bill Clinton story is going to get ugly and probably long, long overdue. So I would... uh, Thank you, Peter. That's very kind. I would be prepared for a things to get really crazy with Bill Clinton. And now here's another story. It says the Old Vic Theater in London says it has uncovered 20 allegations of inappropriate behavior by Kevin Spacey. The theater announced the finding on Thursday, this is according to CNN, after it commissioned an investigation by an outside law firm. Spacey was an artistic director there from 2004 to 2015. The Old Vic said the allegations covered 1995 to 2013, Most of the claims were from before 2009. It has not yet been possible to verify the allegations. Most of the alleged victims shared their stories because they were promised anonymity. No legal claims or formal grievances have been filed, were filed during the time Spacey was there. The investigation found that his stardom and status at the Old Vic may have prevented people, in particular junior staff or young actors, from feeling they could speak up. Guys, I have news for you. Kevin Spacey is a monster. If you want to know why Kevin Spacey was so capable of playing an incredible Frank Underwood, he he is Frank Underwood. He is a monster. The stories that come out are coming out about Spacey are just absolutely awful. Awful. So it's this is going to continue to get worse and worse and worse. It's good, like I said, the Clinton ones are going to be really interesting because he was the president of the United States. Now there are obviously accusations against the current president of the United States as well. I think I think with Clinton there are much more concrete stories, very very concrete stories. And I was a Bill Clinton fan, but it'll be interesting to watch how that plays out. Man, this is a weird weird time um but i think ultimately this is a good time this is a good thing the world is going to change guys a lot of people don't think the world can change a lot of people think it's going to stay the same forever and you see a lot of people complain and get really upset when the world starts changing but thing things are going to change you are no longer going to be able to pull off the same crazy disgusting sex abuse that has gone on since the dawn of time that's gonna that's gonna end, and uh, it's gonna be awkward, and people are gonna get sick of it. 
And they're going to be like, all right, enough. I don't want to hear these stories anymore. Too much, too much. That is our natural reaction. We get hit with fatigue. You don't want to hear it. It's like, okay, how many heroes do we see? Do we have to see go down? I, I don't want to deal with it. Oh, but, but ultimately, this is going to make the world a better place for your daughters and my daughters, my future children. and It's going to make the world better for all of us. So... I think ultimately, as painful as this Band-Aid ripoff is, this this has to happen. Um, and uh, ultimately, I think it will be positive, uh, as brutal as this is going to be till we get there. Now, let's change subjects and go to something much more upbeat, shall we? And that would be WWE Survivor Series. Oh, yes. That's what I'm talking about right now. Or maybe you'd rather hear... Rosenberg. 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 Shout out to AJ Styles. That's his theme music, in case you didn't know. Survivor Series this weekend, truly one of the best WWE pay-per-view cards I can recall. I am shocked that the card has gotten this good. I did not expect the, the card to be this solid. The, the traditional Survivor Series match is incredible. Charlotte versus Alexa Bliss, amazing. AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar. The Usos against The Bar. The Shield against The New Day. It is like an old, truly an old school Survivor Series. I'm very, very excited about it. Very, very excited about it. Um, and I hope to do a bonus episode of Cheap Heat, my wrestling podcast, Sunday night after the pay-per-view. And I will be hosting, one of the hosts, Renee will be hosting, but I will be on the panel, I should say, for the WWE Survivor Series kickoff show on the WWE Network, which is this Sunday, 6 o'clock Eastern, for two hours. Only $9.99 to subscribe to the WWE Network. You get all every pay-per-view of all time, every new pay-per-view, every old pay-per-view, every WCW pay-per-view, documentaries, series. My favorite purchase that I have is the network, not just because I'm on it. It's always been my favorite um, long before I was able to be on it, but I'll be there Sunday night. All right? So I know we have been all over the place today in terms of conversation. And uh, let me end. let me end with something upbeat that makes us feel good because this has been a weird... This has been a weird way to do a podcast today. Um, but these were all things that I felt had to address, although they had very different levels of importance. Um, how about we we send something out to my boy Meek Mill? Because Millie is dealing with his situation, and hopefully he's now officially attempting, officially attempting to be released on what looks to be a very BS conviction for probation violation from a judge who is questionable to say the least um i'm gonna give you a a meek joint you may not know maybe you will maybe you won't this yeah. is boom bap that boom bap meek you know i like recording in philly Put me in my hold your head meek rosenberg radio make sure you comment rate tell a friend i remember it was no lights matches on the floor thousand roaches for mice whoa yeah, I remember all them cold nights. Throw white, just a little low life. Yeah. Rough for running. I was sinning. Let's get this going. A certified yeah. Rosenberg banger. We back in the hood. Real late with Peter I like Rosenberg.
put me in my zone. Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Yeah, I remember it was no lights. Matches on the floor, thousand roaches for mice. Whoa. Yeah, I remember all them cold nights. Throw white, just a little low light. Yeah. Rock for rent it. I was sinning. The crazy part, the designer ain't wanna send it. The dope dealer was I in me. And now magic, you couldn't imagine this. I saw, had no choice but to get involved. You even spit it raw, that crack and dribble the ball. It's crazy when I see my own neighbor hitting the soft. I was thinking in my head like I gotta give with this raw. She was getting toe up, and she watched me grow up. Right in front of the kids, she fing her nose up. She thinking like, so what? My homie got cold up. She even sold a Nintendo, I'm thinking like, hold up. I didn't see my homie mommy turn into a zombie. And it was like New Jersey Drive, the way we drove them Johnny's. Where we stole them cars, slid through like a bowling ball. Ain't had nowhere to go at all. Who thought that we would go this far? Across that line, you heard me.